Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad to, that you're with us today. Let's, let's open up in prayer. <clears throat> Lord, we are so grateful that we can worship freely. Lord, may we never take for granted that we can get in our cars, in our neighborhoods, in our apartments, where we live, and we can freely come to worship you. So, Lord, we praise you today. Whatever's on the hearts of believers today or even non-believers or somebody that watch on YouTube, we just pray that you would, through the power of your Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I want us to look today, and again, if you're visiting with us, we talk a lot about the importance of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I hope that you can constantly remember through the week that it's the Holy Spirit that's working in you to encourage you and to protect you and even to convict you. So we're going to look at... In God's word today in, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And we're going to talk, or I want to speak a little bit today on, on how that your weapons always, they always need to be spiritual. We need to have spiritual weapons. And, and to remember, that's how we win in this life. I mean, it is unbelievable what we see taking place, the warfare that we see in all areas of our life. And I want to begin today with a verse that talks about all the deception that we deal with and how the, what we need to do. So look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verses 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly or of your own power but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought unto captivity. We're going to speak a little more on that in a minute. Under the obedience of Christ, those weapons that we have in our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God, pulling down strongholds. What is happening today is that we deal with more than at any other time, and this is so important. I so believe that we're living in the last days. There, there's no question. We say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've always, you know, there's always been wars. There's always been earthquakes. There's always been, you know, whether it's Africa or different places, you see the pestilence that all happen. But what did Jesus say, which I can't hit enough to me or to you, what did Jesus say the most important thing that he talked to, to his disciples about? He mentioned all those things, all those things that would happen before he would return. But the most important thing that he talked to them about, the very first thing that he talked to them about, he said to them, do not be deceived. We are living in a time to where deception is greater than it's ever been. 
You know, I was, <laughs> sometimes I just need to be real, like, real transparent with you, you know, and, and even sometimes it gets me, you know, and, I, and the devil gets me, and I, uh, you know, but, you know, you, we go along to where we think that we are really wise and we got it handled and all those things, but I just want to be honest with you, you know, every now and then I like to, to, to buy and sell sneakers, okay, you know? So I went on this one Nike site, and I'm telling you, this site was Nike, okay? It, it, it was. And so I looked at it, I looked at it, I thought, man, that's a great price. That is a great price on those things, you know? So I go to purchase them online, and I even got a notification from my bank, okay? Are you sure, you know? Are you sure about this? And I, and I went back, I looked at the site. I'm telling you, it looks, if you've ever gotten those things from Apple or Amazon, it does the same thing. Like, you got to really, really look. Is this really, really truthful? And I, I, I just knew that it was, right? And so, as soon as I hit the button, I had like this cold sweat break out on me. Because it asked to ask me if it was okay to verify it. The bank did. And when I hit yes, I just went, uh. So I went back to the site again. And uh, so anyway, so listen. So the bank, the bank reimbursed me. You know, it was like, I don't know, hundred and some dollars. The bank was great and everything. So the, the shoes actually came, which I was surprised, like three weeks later. So then I go to YouTube to test truth, to see if these are really authentic, all right? So I go, and I know there's ways that you can do that. So I go, I see a certain shoe, and I see them go to verify it. And every, about nine out of ten things were perfect. The one was off, so I, I kept looking at the shoes, looking at the shoe, and I looked at the back of the imprinting, <laughs> and then instead of saying basketball, it said rasketball. <laughs> I was about ready to take the shoe and just throw it across the room, you know, I'm like, oh, man. I know I, what I'm getting at. I, I know those sites. I know those shoes, right? But just that one time, that one time, the devil got me. Okay, now what I'm getting at with you, if you and I are not careful, the devil, he kind of sets us up, you know? He kind of just sets us up that we can go along and we can do the things that, that we're not, if we're not do, careful, what do we need to do? Well, we need to recognize that our weapons of truth are not fleshly. It's not a, you know, I was hearing a guy, a guy he was being boastful. And I was reading an article by him how he's read 200 books and what was the best book. And I'm thinking, man, yeah, that was fine, but all you got to have is this. This will get you through this life. This will make you a better businesswoman or a better businessman. This will make you a better parent. This will make you, and you fill in the blank every time. And... What I'm getting at is that we try and figure life out on our own. And I'm here to tell you today, if you're there fighting and you're hurting and you're tired, you're doing it or I do it on my own. 
God's saying, let me do it. How does he do it? Well, let's look back at that deception of that truth. For, let's go again. For our weapons of our warfare are in our car. But they're, they're spiritual. They, they're so strong. They're mighty in God for pulling down anything the devil is coming at you about, any stronghold. Proverbs talks about if we have wisdom, we will pull down those walls, those strongholds. Casting down, here it is, I want you to get this. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Here, this is what I want you to get today. Bring into every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. In other words, there's this picture that God is showing us that when we're fighting these battles, we're getting all this disinformation today. There's so much disinformation you have to deal. I mean, our society compared to even five years ago, we can't even define what a man is or a woman. That's on the, all the disinformation we get on the media. How do we make the right decision in relationships or whatever it may be? What is our weapon? It is God's truth. And what does he want us to do? He wants you to take whatever that thought is, whatever you're dealing with right now, and he wants you to put it into captivity, okay? Well, so I just stop there. Okay, we got that thought or we got that discouragement or we think we can do it on our own or pride or whatever it might be. I don't, I don't know what it is, but you take it and once you put it in there, God directs us in his spirit to do something very important. And he says, when you take that and you put it into captivity and you know that you have finally have all those thoughts that you're having and you're not sure which way to go or what to do, but you think it's a certain way or you're dealing with some form of temptation, you finally bring it into captivity. God's saying, I want you to take what I tell you in the book of Romans. And he says, I want you to renew it in your mind. He wants you to make new he wants to, tra he says, by the transforming of the renewing of your mind. So whatever the thoughts that you have, whatever the devil throws at you or whatever you're dealing with, God's saying he's so amazing that he will transform it. If we're willing to take it and put it there, he's going to transform it in the renewing of our mind and he's going to bring us into victory but we first have to be willing to admit what it is and put it in there. I don't know what it is with you. We all know what it is with ourselves. Maybe you just maybe you're just flying through life. Everything's just going and you're just going to God saying, hey, bam, bam, and something happens to slow us down. God's, God wants our attention. He's doing something. He's saying, let me, let me read it again. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. The only way he can do that, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. He will turn it and he will bring us into obedience. God tells us in the Old Testament 
No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And many times we stop there. We think it's a warfare of whatever it might be, and we look at it like we're fighting. So what God is saying, and what he continues with against the knowledge of whatever it is against God, against you. In other words, the battle that you face and that I face all the time is right here. And God's spirit will strengthen us enough that he will be able to go through that. We'll look at it in a minute. And he will fight your battle for you. We're living in a time where evil is called good and good is called evil or whatever the, the deceptive practice. It, it, it always amazes me in marriage and whether somebody's watching today or somebody's here, they might, might get mad at me, but that's all right. I'm here to, to tell you the truth in God's word. There's, there's two things that we're deceptive about in a relationship. One is our finances in a relationship and marriage. Is two is that phone. Okay? Now, if you're married, get this. If you are hiding your phone or if you're hiding your finances, I want you to know the truth. And the truth is... The devil says to you, just keep going to where you're going. It's all, hey, it's all good, and you're not going to get caught. Deceptive. Deception. It's taking a little bit of the truth. The devil's lying to you at the same time. Man, he's a master of it. He's the father of it. He's the creator of it. And I'm here to tell you today, eventually, I'm, every time that I talk to somebody and they have problems in a relationship, I say, well, what? What's going on with your mate's phone? What are they doing with their phone? If they're hiding it all the time or something not right. Being deceptive. If you're in a relationship and you're married and you got those finances and you're hiding them some way, it's going to blow up. And divorce, it's called discovery. And eventually it will come out. Now, you might not like that you showed up here today or where, but I'm just here to tell you that, that God wants you to live by truth. And whatever you're dealing with that the devil's saying that it's okay for you to be deceptive in, I'm here to tell you is to take that thought or that way of living and you better put it in jail, if you will, and let God transform it, change it, in the renewing of your mind and let him work on it into the obedience of Christ. Let's look at a couple more verses. How does that happen? Well, quickly look at Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. You all know this verse. Many of you do. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. 
Again, we are spiritual. Your greatest weapon is God's word and the catalyst that it works with your spirit as a believer. And he will come in and he will cut out and he will work on whatever it needs to make you and I more obedient. And if we are more obedient and we let him work on it, we don't like that. You know, what is is he giving us? Twofold. It's for you and me as a believer that he's cutting into and he's going to help you. And by this living word and by your spirit, you will become a better believer and a better person. And you fill in the blank as better who you are and need to be as a mate or as a co-worker. And God will do that. The other side of it is it will cut into all the battles that you're facing in this world today. Man. You know, it's been said when a warrior would go to battle and he didn't know whether he was going to live or not, he would have the sword actually with the leather of the day, leather strips, and he would take that sword and they would wrap it around his hand and his wrist. So in battle, it would never come out. You and I are in battle every day and we better have the word of God as our sword. And it better be so wound in our life that every time the devil tries to deceive us, every time that we know what it is and we put it in a thought pattern, we take it there and we say, God, renew it. Make it new, whatever we're dealing with, and may I come underneath your obedience. And you, you won't lose. You might think that you're losing. But you bring yourself underneath the obedience of Christ and you battle his way. No weapon formed against you shall ever win. Ever. I don't know what you're thinking about today. What you're struggling with. But it goes on further to say in that verse in the Old Testament... When you have that weapon, it's about also when people come against you. There's no more of a, of a more difficult discouragement when someone has done what? When someone has lied about you. And God's saying, no matter what they try and do with their tongue, that's what it says in that verse, they will not prosper. God... On his side, we're on his side. That you need to recognize the spiritual aspect of your life every day. If you recognize the spirit every day, just like I caught, got caught, I, I thought I knew what I was doing. I thought I was a pretty good judge on the internet and those different things. I thought I could, and yet I still got tripped up. Why did I do that? Well, too much of a hurry and I thought it was a great deal where in our life do we think this is a great deal 
I mean, we might be doing great in every aspect, man, there's just like a, there's an alarm going off. And you and I sometimes ignore that. And God's saying, please listen every minute of every day. Look at one more verse. Why do we do that? Why do we, is so important. Look in Ephesians chapter 5. Why is this so important that we need to have and understand that our weapons always need to be spiritual? I, I can't emphasize that enough in our world today. You know, some people in life, I see a difference in them when they become more and more successful. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with making good money and being able to achieve and do certain things in life. But when we get to the place to where you recognize to where they're more dependent, we are more dependent, and we're enjoying that more and we depend on that more than what we are of Jesus we're going to fall. I'm just telling you today. I'm here to tell you today because I want you to know as you follow God's plan, you know what? I'm telling you, you will become successful. There's no question in my mind. I don't know when, I don't know how, but if you follow the Lord and follow his pattern, you will become successful. And guess what will happen? You will be at a greater risk to fall than you've been, ever been in your life. There's nothing wrong when you get there, but I'm just telling you, I'm warning you. Because why? Well, look at this verse in Ephesians 5, and we'll close in verse 16. Redeem the time because the days are evil. When I look at that, I thought, I, I don't even know why that's in the Bible. You see, what do you mean, Dallas? Because I, I can't do that on my own. How can I get time back? When we leave here today and it's noon and you showed up, you were here at 11 and we leave at noon, and, we, and somehow, can we get that time back? It's impossible. What is the Lord saying there? He's saying, if we as believers redeem the time because the day, well, we know the days are evil, then how is the God's word saying here? He's saying, redeem, make the time that you live every day count. Make it count. And if you get up, or you go to bed late tonight or you get up early tomorrow morning and you say, Lord, will you give me the wisdom and the weapons spiritually that I need for today? I guarantee you, Jesus will redeem the time in your life. Amen. He will make it count and your day will do exactly what it's supposed to do. You say, Dallas, I redeem the time because the days are evil. I don't have to even talk about it. 
how evil the days are. Do it. I don't even have to say anything. We know that they are. I don't have to give you any examples. You've seen them all this week, all the things that we see and know that's happening to people that you've talked to, to know that the days are evil. So maybe you have gotten to that place that maybe, just maybe, you have fallen. And you can't get that time back. How in the world can you be a part of redeeming? God's saying, and I'll close with this, he will restore the years the locusts have eaten. Now, when I, when I say that and reference that verse in the Old Testament, there was three types of locusts, and each one of them did a more of a devastation into the crops. The first group came in, whacked it all down. The second group took even more. And the third group, after they left, there was really nothing there. And God's telling you and me, just maybe, just maybe, you have made some decisions in this life that you wish you could have done better. And God's saying to you, don't let it roll around in your head. Put it in. Let God renew it. And he will restore your relationship with your kids. He will restore your relationships and you fill in whatever it is you need to fill in there. And it would be amazing what you will see that God will do. He will take the things that has messed up in your life if we are willing to live spiritually and let God fight those battles. Man, it is amazing what God will do to redeem or to restore whatever it is in your life. He will take the time, because I'm here to tell you today, <laughs> I don't know how I got to be the age that I'm at. I don't know. And you're saying the same thing. I want to make my life the rest of it, I want to make it count. Amen. And I can't do it. I have to take what is spiritual and take this sword into my life and let Jesus fight my battles, let him renew what it is in my mind. And I, as I go forward, another day, another month, and another year goes by, I can look back and I can say, man, Lord, this is, this is a journey that I wanted. It's might, it's might been rough. The battles might be really heated sometimes. But you have never left me. And all the mess in my life that I don't need to go through, I wouldn't change a thing. Because where and what God has done in my life. And I know you can say the same thing. Yeah. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, what is it that you're trying to do on your own? And God is saying to you and to me, let me fight that battle that's in your mind. Let me do it. And take his weapon, which is God's word, and it will cut through whatever that you feel that you failed at. 
It will cut through whatever you're dealing with in this life. It will cut through whatever you look at your future and you're not sure. Let Jesus fight your battles. And if you spiritually will live in such a way that you always recognize the spirit of Jesus wanting to take control of your life. Let me say that again. That you're always willing to let the spirit of Jesus this week, this day, this night take control of your life. As our heads are bowed, we do every week. Those that watch live, those that will watch later this week, I want you to know that you could win. Man, you feel like maybe you're failing, but you can win. And it begins through understanding what God did for you, that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross And to forgive you for all your sins. And so, if you're willing, you can believe. The Bible says even the demons believe, but God wants you to trust, to trust him. And take that step of faith today and pray with me this prayer. Pray with me right now. Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the son of God. And you died on that cross for all of my sins. Jesus, I don't understand everything, but I know that you are knocking on the, the door of my heart and I'm asking you to come in. Jesus, will you forgive me for all of my sins? Will you cleanse me, Jesus, from all my unrighteousness? Thank you for saving me. Jesus, from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that you've equipped us to live in this life by your spirit. And you'll never lie to us. You'll always tell us the truth. The truth. You are the way, the life, and the truth. Lord, we thank you you've given us this book, the sword that is always truth. Lord, if there's someone here today, may a friend bring a friend or a family member and I can open your word up just as I did on the internet and I can pray with them and they can accept you as their savior today. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus... I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.